following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Nell dribbles into a three, top of the key, and he knocks it down. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Getting you ready for BYU versus Kansas. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. That's right. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented as always by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are at historic Fog Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas, for a matchup with the seventh-ranked Kansas Jayhawks. The Cougars split their two games last week, beating then-ranked number 11 Baylor at home and then losing to Kansas State in Manhattan. As a result of going 1-1 one and one last week, BYU fell out of the AP poll for the first time in 13 weeks. BYU's 84-74 loss to the Wildcats dropped the Cougars' record overall to 19-8, and and they are 7-7 seven seven in Big 12 play. But don't worry, still firmly in place in the NCAA tournament. BYU did not shoot the ball well at all against the Wildcats, specifically from three. The Cougs hit just three of their 31 attempts from beyond the arc. BYU had some good performances with five players scoring in double figures, but they let Arthur Kaluma go off for 28 points and again just could not find the stroke from deep. Now comes Kansas, and BYU has not played at Allen Fieldhouse since 1973. And unless these two teams meet in the Big 12 tournament next month, this will be the only time BYU and KU will play this year since the Jayhawks do not play in Provo this season. Now, KU will be without leading scorer Kevin McCuller, who was out with a knee injury, but Hunter Dickinson still as dangerous as ever the big man averaging 18.3 points per game, which is second in the conference, and he's first in rebounding at just shy of 11 boards per game. Let's also not forget K.J. Adams and Johnny Furphy, both of whom are a handful to deal with. The Jayhawks are 21-6 overall, 9-5 in the Big 12 Conference, and KU is perfect at home, have not lost at Allen Fieldhouse this season. We know how good BYU shoots from the perimeter, at K-State notwithstanding, the Jayhawks are last in the Big 12 in three-point field goals made and second to last in allowing threes. It would serve the Cougars well to make their perimeter shots tonight. That will go a long way in possibly handing the Jayhawks their first home loss of the season. So for more on tonight's matchup in Lawrence, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, was able to talk with assistant coach Nick Robinson, who, like yours truly, is originally from the Kansas City area. Coach Robinson talked about his history with KU growing up in the Show Me State. Growing up uh, on the Missouri side uh, in Liberty, uh, you know, most of my friends and I, uh, you know, there was a very healthy big-time rivalry between uh, the Tigers and the Jayhawks, and so that was kind of how I grew up, but um, in college, I had the opportunity to play uh, Kansas. Uh, we ended up winning that game on a neutral court, uh, which was, you know, so right now in terms of as a player, you know, I was fortunate to be able to win it all. The Kansas name, the Kansas program kind of yeah. speaks for itself. How great is it to be coming in in this environment to have it be a conference game with BYU? Yeah, for I mean, for us to be able to be in the Big 12 at this particular stage, at this particular time, it's a great opportunity for all of us uh, to uh, be able to experience, uh, you know, the field, the house, Fog Allen, to be able to experience what KU basketball is like at this particular time of year. 
And so our guys are really excited and we're excited to be able to be here on the road and, and uh, respond from uh, our game on Tuesday. Had you been in this building before? Uh, I have been in the building before, but I've never played here. What was the uh, occasion? Uh, so I was here uh, during the summer back in high school. Uh, got an opportunity to come in and see it. And, um, uh, you know, not a very long stay, but, you know, got an opportunity to be able to be in the building. But bringing a team in is a different deal, right? It, very much so. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a completely different atmosphere uh, when we're, you know, here in the building and, uh, you know, with all the fans and with, uh, you know, the great basketball team that Kansas is and uh, to bring, you know, our tremendous basketball team here in the building, it's going to be really exciting. All right, you're in bounce-back mode in this one, uh, coming off the game in Manhattan. But this team has kind of shown resiliency to be kind of a hallmark. Yeah, during Big 12 play, I mean, we've uh, been able to respond in many situations, which has been fantastic. And, you know, I would expect nothing less than, our, you know, for our guys to come in and respond, uh, come in, play hard, play together, uh, execute what Coach Pope is asking them to do, uh, execute the defensive assignments that they've been given by Coach Hill and uh, execute offensively, uh, you know, what Coach Cody's been going over with them in film. And, you know, that's it's, it's the exciting time of year to be able to uh, prepare for a game like this and then really put your jersey on and hear that whistle and mm-hmm. give it all you have for 40 minutes. This is your third set of back-to-back away games in Big 12. First set was Baylor UCF. You played Baylor, went home, got some things done, went back on the road, won the game. The second one, you stayed out on the road the entire time, West Virginia, Norman, and you played it differently this time. You went back home between the two Kansas games. Thought process behind that, and might there be a benefit to it? Yeah, no, I think for our guys, with the early game on Saturday, the opportunity to be able to get home and get in their own beds uh, was something that they considered. And so for us to be able to then wake up fresh on Monday to be able to come out uh, to Kansas on a a relatively short flight, um, you know, it feels like we were able to kind of separate the uh, road experiences and uh, be a little bit more fresh and new uh, as we come into this environment. And just sensing the team's vibe uh, on on their Monday night look in the gym, it feels upbeat. Is that fair? Absolutely. You know, it was a difficult game for us on Saturday. We didn't play some of our best basketball. Um, You know, the road in the Big 12 is very, very challenging no matter who you are. And so for a Kansas State team that was really desperate uh, to come in and play as well as they did and for us not to be uh, quite, uh, you know, who we've been in a lot of games this year, uh, you know, for us to be able to now come back uh, to Lawrence and to uh, be here, uh, and prepare for this particular game, uh, it feels really fresh, like you said. It feels like the vibe is uh, one of newness, and we're excited about the opportunity. What would be a couple of general keys to having success against KU on their home floor? You know, clearly Kansas uh, you know, plays extremely well on their home floor, and that comes from uh, you know, their ability to be able to generate energy from the crowd, just like us at the Marriott Center. And so you know, we want to be able to generate great energy ourselves, especially on the defensive end, and try to limit you know, what they're capable of doing, which is getting out in transition. Um, you know, they're exceptionally, uh, uh, they do a great job of that. And so for us to be able to limit some of those points is going to be really important. Um, clearly, Hunter Dickinson um, does a great job and has for many years, right, across yeah, the country. Right. And so for us to be able to, you know, try to limit some of those opportunities. Again, you know, with a great team like Kansas, we're not going to fully shut them down. But to limit some of their strengths, um, you know, and for us to come in and play well, that's really what we're trying to focus on. We want us to 
to be us. We want us to come in and do uh, the things that we're preparing for, and we want to come in and have you know ten guys be ready to contribute and come in and execute at a high level. The BYU-Kansas game will be played exactly two weeks before the start of the Big 12 championship in Kansas City. So postseason play is just around the corner. How exhilarating is that element of the late season push? You know, it's absolutely fantastic. And really, you know, for the Big 12 conference, it feels like postseason every single game. Uh, You go on the road, and it's an amazing experience, right? One that we're going to see in postseason. We're at home. It's an amazing experience. So, you know, every single game matters uh, in this league. And so for us to prepare for postseason, you wouldn't want anything better than to be at Kansas on the road in a great environment uh, and to have our guys you know come in mentally focused and mentally prepared and come out and play a great game finally coach there's work to be done but how gratifying would it be for in your first season of the big 12 to hear your name called on selection sunday you know i think for us with all the expectations that nobody had uh, for us to start the year even once we kind of got to the beginning of big 12 Uh, For us to be able to, uh, you know, take it one game at a time in these last five games and to have that opportunity on Selection Sunday would be really, really neat. But there's still more work to be done, which we all know. It's an amazing process that we're going through. Uh, We're not quite yet to March, so, Mm -hmm. you know, March Madness is, you know, March Madness for a reason, and the Big 12 is getting us extremely prepared for whatever comes in March. Coach Robinson, thank you as always for your time, and good luck against the Jayhawks. Greg, really appreciate it. Go Cougs. Great stuff from assistant coach Nick Robinson, and once again, really do appreciate Greg Grubel getting that interview for us from Lawrence, Kansas. All right, coming up next, that's where we're going to go. Fog Allen Fieldhouse is our next stop for our courtside conversation with the great Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues on as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Jayhawks on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The site tonight is Lawrence, Kansas, Fog Allen Fieldhouse. The matchup, BYU taking on number seven, Kansas. And we will head out to the Sunflower State. We are now joined by Mark Durant. It's our courtside conversation, and he joins me from Allen Fieldhouse. Mark, I gotta ask you, what uh, what was the experience like? Had, had you ever had you ever been to Allen Fieldhouse before? And if not, what was it like walking in for the first time? <laughs> I had not been here, and just so happened my friend Russ Larson, great BYU great, was uh, is with me today, and so we got to enter together, and uh, it, it was it was something. I mean, the history and the almost you know the the home of college or the home of basketball, and. Yeah. and what this uh, place has done and uh, the paraphernalia that you see around in this building is is really cool. And uh, Russ and I actually got the, we, were, we got here before the team, and so there were some basketballs out, so we got to shoot around and make some make some buckets on this floor. But it, it, it was really a special thing, and it's almost like a temple to basketball. <laughs> Uh, and you need to treat it with uh, the awe and and revere that, you, that it, it deserves. But after you do that, especially as a player, then you have to just get down to work and, and treat it like any other building. And, you know, the whole Hoosiers scene where it's just 
uh, all the dimensions are the same. And I know it's Kansas, but uh, you're BYU, and you're a good team, and you come out and uh, kind of put all that behind you and go play basketball. Bigger thrill, uh, Allen Fieldhouse or the mecca that is Arrowhead Stadium that you visited? <laughs> we did swing by there. That's quite a complex, very cool. I thought of my man, Jason Shepard. Uh, I know these are your stomping grounds, and that, that place is a temple for you in a lot of respects as well. And so I, I was very respectful. Even though I'm a Packer, I treated it with the respect that, that Jason Shepard deserves. Well, thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate it. I, I wanted to ask you, BYU fell out of the top 25. And I, granted, they were number 25 in the AP poll. So, you know, they, they went to just one spot down. I was surprised that BYU fell out of the top 25. I understand the loss at K-State, but you had just knocked off a team 14 spots ahead of you in then number 11 Baylor. What did you make of BYU falling out of the top 25, and, and was that a big deal for you? Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's not a big deal. I, I kind of thought that they were treated pretty well the week before. And so, I mean, it all kind of balances out. But I, I always think on those things, the, the way to not have to worry about those things is by winning. And yeah. then you don't have to worry about whether or not you drop out. And BYU did not play particularly well against Kansas State. And, and it's kind of a recency bias as well for people. They see what you've done in your last game, as impressive as that Baylor game was. But, uh, you know, uh, you always have opportunities. Now you have an opportunity uh, to get the biggest win of the season here, and then you'll have a home game, and you, you could, if you go 2-0 this week, you'll vault uh, in great measures up, up to top 25. So you have a lot of that in control. Uh, but when you lose, you lose that control. So we'll, we'll see uh, how BYU does. But I, I'm, I'm not – it was nice to be there for that long, and and I think that says a lot about this team. Uh, and they have a chance to get back in it. Now it, they'll have to play a lot better than they did against Kansas State, and they've struggled on the road recently. And their shooting numbers are, are dipping, and their defensive numbers are cascading precipitously. Uh, and so there's things that they need to get better at in order to get back in that 25. Let's talk about the shooting numbers. Is it just through the course of the season? The numbers, it just couldn't stay as high as it was, and this is just a little bit of a slump, or, or have defenses caught up a little bit to what BYU wants to do? What do you make of the shooting numbers, specifically from deep, um, coming down a little bit? Well, I do think teams are, are learning how to play BYU a little bit better and you see that mostly on BYU's defensive side, and, and teams are, are shooting very high numbers. I still think that notwithstanding people are more familiar with BYU, BYU's still getting the looks that they want. Their, their offense is still playing very well, and, and they're able to create spacing on the floor and, and get looks, but the shooting just hasn't been as good, and I don't know what to attribute that to. You know, it's different individual players. Dallin Hall's been good all year, and his shooting from three recently has, has kind of dipped. And Jackson Robinson obviously is the premier shooter in the country, but he's a little bit hot and cold and was cold the other night. And you have to have, if you're going to rely so much on three, you have to have some consistency uh, and not one guy's good one night and, and terrible the next night. So I, I, I'm hoping to see a little more consistency, which is what we saw early in the season. They were consistently shooting the ball well. And you can even absorb some of the, the defensive 
issues that you're having if you do shoot it well. But man, if teams are shooting over 50% against you, and then you're not kind of matching that offensive output on the other end. It's going to be, you're going to have some long nights, and it was a long night the other night against K-State. All right, let's focus in on Kansas, and one thing they've been very consistent at is winning at home. They have not lost at Allen Fieldhouse this season, and, you know, this is a team we know ranked number seven. This is a, a fantastic team and a team that knows how to win going down the stretch heading into the postseason. What, what stands out to you the most about this Kansas team? Well, it's not uh, all that different from what Gonzaga had done. I mean, they're very similar teams, actually. They got big big guy in Hunter Dickinson. They don't shoot a ton of threes, but certainly capable of shooting threes and just very efficient, shoot a, a tremendous field goal percentage. And they play the, the game of basketball like you, like you think you know, historically that, that would be – befit this building i mean they, they play the right way they play hard they, they they're very efficient uh and, and so it, it's a certainly a challenge but w what i would tell myself if i'm a player and you know there's a great history here at kansas and their top 10 team and they they win the conference every year and they have this long win streak here at home so that's a lot going against you kind of mentally just in the first place but what I'm telling myself as a player is they're they're without their leading score, which which hurts. Yep. They're not very deep, um, and they don't shoot a lot of threes, which has has hurt BYU recently. And you know you go down the list. They lost at UCF. They lost at West Virginia. They lost at Kansas State. They lost at Texas Tech. I mean, they're they're not invincible. And you have to tell yourself these are just guys. And we're just playing on a basketball court, and we're good, and let's go out and get after it. And, and so you can't let the situation overwhelm you, and it's difficult. And the first couple of minutes, you'll probably see a couple three-pointers go about five feet long just because you're, <laughs> you're jacked up. You're, yeah. you're just like, this is exciting. But I think this team has shown in these big games on the road, uh, you know, it's the kind of the bigger – cool environments that they have performed well early in the game and they have come out aggressive and have performed in a nice fashion so we'll see how it goes tonight but you just can't get overwhelmed by the idea of Kansas yep. when in reality Kansas is a team that you can play with and can beat. I want to go on something that you mentioned in terms Kansas is not a very deep team they are very starter driven and without their leading score they don't have an excellent bench. I like BYU's bench because I think you've got guys coming off BYU's bench that could very easily be starters, and obviously Jackson Robinson being one of them and Foose being another. Richie Saunders you can, is in that mix as well. I think BYU's bench can be a massive strength for them tonight in a game like tonight. Well, Kansas seemed to absorb, have absorbed the loss nicely of McCuller, but... They do have, I mean, against Texas, they had five guys in double figures. So they've got some really, really good players. But if Hunter Dickinson was to get into foul trouble or yep. someone else, I mean, that, that's a serious concern for them. Uh, it'd probably be a little more helpful uh, to be at the Marriott Center. You'd be able to throw that many people uh, in a high elevation environment. But I think Kansas is kind of, they're like, well, listen, we're, we're all... <laughs> really really good players and if we have one guy out that's fine the other guys will you know we got five or six guys that's all we need I mean that that's really has been all they've needed uh, that's not to say they don't miss Kohler in, in a big way but that they're certainly capable of handling business without without that and they, although they're not deep 
uh, the guys they have are really, really good. Yeah. Well, Mark, speaking from experience, when I was uh, there, it was the first time I had ever been to Allen Fieldhouse. When I was there with the women's basketball team, you know, three weeks ago, uh, it was an absolute dream to be able to, to call a game. Uh, so I'm excited for you and Greg to be able to have that uh, that opportunity as well. Enjoy it, and uh, and let's uh, let's go get a win tonight. Yeah, we've been uh, BYU fans, and Greg and I, and and the players have, have waited for this opportunity yeah. for a long, long time, and it's really special to be here. And now. It would be nice to make it even more special and memorable. We'll see how it goes. Amen, brother. Thanks for the insight as always. Appreciate it. See ya. There we go. The great Mark Durant. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a quick timeout, come back, and wrap up Cougar Pregame Live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. With more Mountain America Cougar pregame live, here's Jason Shepard. Well, with pregame starting uh, a lot earlier than normal, not a lot of other action going on, but there is one other Big 12 matchup, and it features two of the new teams. Number one, Houston and Cincinnati battling at the Fertitta Center, and the Houston Cougars leading 16-8 to over the Bearcats with nine and a half minutes to go in the first half. Top 25 action, 16th-ranked Kentucky trailing at Mississippi State. Mississippi State up 23-17 in the first half. Also number 21, Dayton, all over Davidson right now, 21-10, 10 minutes left in the first half later on tonight. Number 22, Utah State at Fresno State. We'll try and update you on that once it tips off if we're still going. Plus, Utah Jazz in Atlanta tonight taking on former head coach Quinn Snyder and the Atlanta Hawks will follow that throughout the evening as well. Coming up next, back out to Lawrence, Kansas, and historic Fog Allen Fieldhouse for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside historic Allen Fieldhouse on the campus of the University of Kansas, a college basketball mecca to which BYU's made the pilgrimage from Provo as tonight the Cougars visit the seventh-ranked Jayhawks in an attempt to hand KU its first home setback of the season. KU is 14-0 at the Fog and is on a 19-game win streak on the home hardwoods. My name is Greg Rubel. I've got your play-by-play call tonight, joined as always by my broadcast partner for the last 27 seasons, Mark Durant. And Mark, for both of us, this is a special night. It's our first game night inside arguably the most famous college basketball building in the country. This nearly 70-year-old venue defines the word iconic with its stark bricks and steel construction, its bright blue, red, and yellow seating sections, the banners encircling the rafters, honoring dozens of players in conference championships along with six national championships. Every game is a sellout, and most of the games are wins. Kansas has a program to match the status of its arena in many ways. KU 
sets the standard for college hoops in this country. It really is cool, and this is kind of the culmination of what's transpired for BYU to get into this conference and to be at the, the highest level of basketball in the country. And, and a lot of guys that have played and coached and the fans have, have gone a long time to get to this moment. So you, it's great to be here. It's great to be in this venerable building. It's great to know the history, all that good stuff. But now it's time to play basketball. You kind of enjoy that. You appreciate that. And then you go, now it's – I'm not playing uh, Danny Manning or Will Chamberlain or whoever, and I'm not uh, I'm not going up against uh, Naismith or – or Fog Allen, uh, and, and as good as Kansas has been and, and will continue to be because it's a great program, BYU's going against the five guys on the basketball court, and that's what they have to do is treat it that way, get after it, play good basketball, and I think there's a pathway for BYU to get a win here. As tough as it is, as great as it is, as good as Kansas is, there's a way for BYU to do it. We'll see if they can. You've heard from Mark Durant. Up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. As the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Lawrence, Kansas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Here's Greg Rubel. Coming your way from Allen Fieldhouse at the University of Kansas, the 16,300-seat venue home to the nation's seventh-ranked team. And tonight, the fog welcomes the BYU Cougars for the first time since 1971, exactly two weeks after the Marriott Center opened back in Provo. It was the second of BYU's two trips to KU, the first coming in 1959. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope, our conversation presented by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play. For financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years, Zions Bank is for you. Tonight, Coach Pope talks about the mindset BYU takes into Allen Fieldhouse after a tough loss on Saturday here in the Sunflower State. Growing up, uh, I think our guys are good. We, you know, we know we have a massive challenge ahead of us. You know, we'll be the first team to beat them here uh, on their home court, and we're really excited about that challenge. It's an incredible challenge. And, um, I feel like, you know, the, the key to the Big 12 is you have to be able to reset after every single game because it's uh, every game. Every game is such a battle, and win, lose, win or lose, it's it's kind of you have to be able to move on to the next one. And I think our guys have done a nice job of that this season. And, and um, we're going to really need to double down on that here in this in this home stretch. KU will finish the Big 12 season with a losing away record. Yet on, it's the same team that has a 19-game home win streak. Yeah, and they're really they're really good, man. This is uh, this is a preseason number one ranked team in the country, and and um, they have you know this Hunter Dickinson is a real problem, and Harris is a veteran, veteran, uh, incredibly skilled two-way guard, and and. Uh, you know, Adams is such a unique piece. Uh, he's just really unique to the game of college basketball and how effective he is. And they got, you know, uh, uh, guys filling the wing uh, that are really, really dangerous scorers. Um, and so it's a it's a terrific team. It's one of the best teams in the country. They have, I think, I think they're close to having more quad one wins than any other team in the country. And so 
um, and they're great at home. So this is what you sign up for in this league, and it's it's uh, it's you know like all these venues, it's special to play here, and and uh, we'd like to figure out a way to come home with a win. There's an obvious comparison to make with how reliant BYU is on the three, and how Kansas doesn't really need it to be who they are. Yeah, you know it's interesting. This Kansas team has some uh, texture of Gonzaga, it, uh, of the, you know the Gonzaga kind of we've seen in the last ten years. Um, just in terms of the way they attack it, they're so deadly from two. Uh, they really beat you up inside, and then they will make uh, threes um, that are really important at the right time in the right place. Um, and on the defensive end, they do the same thing. They don't let you score from two. Um, that's you know, it's kind of the bedrock of them being a top ten defensive team. Is that it's really, really hard to score against them at the rim, which is good for us because we don't do that anyway. <laughs> well, come on, you're a great two point team. Uh, as, as much as your guys aren't wide eyed or anything, this is still an iconic place to be playing basketball. Yeah, it's it's part of this league. I mean, I think every gym that we visit has so much history, and 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 including this is one of the meccas of, of college basketball, and so. Um, it is nice that we're um, becoming more and more familiar with these new environments, and um, you know, uh, we're, we're you know we're due to have some success on the road, and 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 uh, we're excited about the challenge in front of us tonight to try and do it here. And um, so let's go, Coach. Thank you for the preview. Good luck, and we'll talk to you post game. Thanks, you. That's Mark Pope. Time now for the keys to the game brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built. Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and KU tonight? Well, even if BYU shoots a good percentage from three, they're going to miss a lot. And what you have to do is get offensive rebounds. And I think you need to almost double up KU on the offensive board. Secondly, what I worry about is they focus so much on stopping the two-point game for Kansas, which is, you know, rightly gets a lot of attention that, they're going to leave three-point shooters open, and this Kansas team will knock them down if they do. So I think one, attempts under 20 from Kansas and under 35% on those shots, uh, I think if you can do that, there's a real pathway for BYU to win this game. Those are Mark's keys to the game. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next live from Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Allen Fieldhouse here in Lawrence, Kansas. Tonight, BYU and KU for their only regular season meeting. Kansas comes in with a 14-0 home record, including a 7-0 mark at home in Big 12 play. 
KU's 19-game home win streak is tied for the third longest current streak in college basketball. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary tonight. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Control board operators, James Finlayson and Seth Larson. Our studio editor is Ethan Arkell. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Many Big 12 coaches have already talked about uh, the unique preparation challenge that BYU presents for the rest of the league because of how overly reliant the Cougars are on the three-point shot. And against no team is the challenge more emphasized than with Kansas because Kansas is the Big 12 team least reliant on threes. BYU leads the conference in made threes. Kansas ranks last. Similarly, BYU relies heavily on its bench, while KU does not. Uh, it, it does most of its damage uh, relying almost entirely on the starters. And the Jayhawks are down an important starter in Kevin McCullough Jr. So, Mark, if BYU can get hot from deep, and if KU has to go deep into its roster, the Cougs will have a shot tonight. Yeah, there, like I said, there is a pathway. I, I like the contrast between these two teams. They play very different styles, and it's kind of old school against new school, all that kind of stuff. But I, I do know one thing, Greg, that BYU can't play good and win. They have to play really, really good. They have to almost play great and win. And you're, and you're going to have to have a couple of guys that you'll remember. Oh, man, you remember what he did in the Kansas game. It has to be something super memorable, whether it's Jackson, whether it's Dallin, Trevin, Foose, whoever, Ollie. Some some guys are going to have to step up and play some of their best basketball of the year here, and that's a real challenge to do in this environment. We'll see how BYU can handle all of the extraneous things going on here, but I like this team, and if they can shoot the ball well, they'll have a great chance. All right, coming up after our break, we'll hear from Kansas play-by-play broadcaster Brian Haney as the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues live from the fog. It's Allen Fieldhouse here in Lawrence, Kansas, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. here at Allen Fieldhouse. Jayhawks lead the all-time series with BYU. Four games to one. The Cougs' lone win came in Provo back in the old Smith Fieldhouse back in 1960. BYU 0-2 here at the Fog. BYU and KU, uh, two of the Big 12 teams that have yet to win or lose more than two games in a row at any point this year in conference. Both programs kind of up and down in league play, but KU's struggles have all come away from home. Here in Lawrence, Kansas yet to lose a game this season. Jayhawks 7-0 at home in league. And 9-5 in league play overall. BYU 7-7, 2-5 on the road in conference. Earlier today, I talked with my radio play-by-play colleague with the Jayhawks, Brian Haney, about KU getting on a bit of a late-season roll with back-to-back double-digit wins, even as Kansas deals without Kevin McCuller. Coach Self has said, as good as Kevin is, 
to some degree, the last couple of games, the ball has moved a little quicker. He thought sometimes when you have a premier score like that, the ball can stick a little bit. He was leading the Big 12 in scoring before the knee injury. He was a midseason first-team All-American and for three straight years has been a Naismith Defensive Player of the Year finalist. That's the type of player we're talking about that's out tonight. But it has been galvanizing in the sense that everybody else has kind of tugged on that rope a little bit harder, brought their game up a little bit higher, and consequently playing better these last couple of games than we've seen in quite some time for Kansas. We're not used to losing more than uh, one in a row around here. I think Self only has 20 instances of back-to-back losses. So they're pretty good at dusting themselves off and getting back up, but especially at home where Kansas has lost just 17 times in Self's tenure, which is unbelievable. 15 games into the Big 12 before you see BYU for the first and only time. And the obvious attention goes to the contrast in styles between a three-point reliant team and one that doesn't necessarily need it to be successful. Yeah, and when we've been beaten this year in league play, they have scorched the nets against us from three. I mean, we're talking about some teams having their career nights and is that KU's perimeter defense? Is it the fact that when the Hawks go on the road, it's usually the sellout game and the marquee non-con or conference game, depending on the time of the year? I don't know. But Kansas knows they need to be better before the catch. They need to run guys off the line. They need to make sure that, that BYU isn't getting off open looks like we've seen some competition do. But the numbers are undeniable. When we've lost, we've lost because of the three ball at our expense. When we went to West Virginia, they hadn't beaten anybody in conference play. They opened the game 9 of 11 from three we go to Ames uh, there was a kid who hit three threes all year in three months he hits four on that day they opened 10 of 14 from three Texas Tech same deal 10 of 14 right out the gates against Kansas so it's a woe is me here we go again type thing the difference is tonight you expect it so so tonight I think there's an even more concerted effort for Kansas to try to stem the tide with a team that averages 11 three-point makes per game which is astounding those games you all mentioned were all away games yes. and a 19-game home win streak right now for KU. Yeah, there's no place like this place. I referenced Bill Self having as many regular season Big 12 titles as he has home losses. Think about that in 21 years. It's unbelievable what they do here. There's just a special aura to the building. And even though this is the most depth-challenged team he's had in his 21 seasons here, they just play two inches taller, two steps quicker, that much better when they're here. They're turned up. They're flying around. It's a different kind of team. And I wish we could bottle it up because we've not been that good away from home. We've struggled, Greg. We've got two Big 12 road wins, which is unheard of around here. But at home, as you know, 14-0, they'd like to make a 15 tonight. But they know this is a really stiff test. Well, it is a thrill to be in this basketball cathedral, and it's always good to see you, Brian. Thank you for the time, and we look forward to seeing you again in Kansas City here in a couple of weeks. Real pleasure. Yeah, I told you guys this in football season. You guys are my favorite addition to the league. So excited you're a part of this. I just can't wait for our future together as Big 12 brethren. Thanks a lot, Greg. Kansas Radio play-by-play man Brian Haney. BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith-Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. For the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from KU Next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. 
Greg and Mark courtside Fog Allen Fieldhouse here in Lawrence, Kansas. Jayhawks tonight playing for a 20th consecutive home win. BYU playing for its first away victory since defeating West Virginia in Morgantown 24 days ago. BYU's lost three straight away games since. The common denominator in those three losses, teams torching BYU. Oklahoma, 49% field goal, scores 82. Oklahoma State, 60% from the field, scores 93. K-State shot 56% and scored 84. Final words before tip-off coming up next on the BYU Store. Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Lawrence on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Rubel. Well, for the first time in more than 52 years, the Cougs have come... To Allen Fieldhouse, and I don't see empty seat in this house. What an environment. Uh, none of this has been a letdown. It's been everything I'd hoped it would be, and this is a great, great place to be, and I'm excited for this game tonight, Greg. Starting lineups and tip-off of BYU and KU next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 